0: Welcome to Income for Baby Boomers. If you want to learn about exciting new businesses each week from other boomers who speak your language and have started a unique and profitable business from home, you have come to the right place. For those who would like to try some of these low investment opportunities, stay tuned. We'll help you get started in your own profitable
1: adventure. Now with your host and entrepreneur, Ken Queen.
0: I'd like to welcome Pat Hyben with Keller Williams. How are you doing, Pat? Awesome, Ken. Good to be here today. Fantastic. And I was, I don't know if I got this right, but it looked like uh, some of the real estate you did had a B in it. Uh, billion dollars? Is that, <laughs> was that, Did I read that right?
1: Yeah, you know that million dollar thing is a joke nowadays. You know, a million dollar club because it means basically four houses, five houses in most markets. So uh, mm-hmm. if you're a million dollar agent, uh, <laughs> take it I means you sold card. one house every ninety days. <laughs> yeah, take it off your card exactly. <laughs>
0: switch it to a B if you can. All right, super. Uh, Pat, can I just go back to some of your your beginnings? Because I, I, people are trying to figure out just exactly how you got where you where you did. What when would, when did you first get bitten by the entrepreneurial bug? Would you say uh, you were one of those people that did the uh, lemonade stand, or how far back?
1: I, yeah i did do the lemonade stand um you know i think that it came from it came from almost a desire uh, what's the opposite of a desire a, a repulsion i guess for um authority figures really i did you know i was I, I i was i was totally uncoordinated as a kid right i was the worst kid on the soccer team i was a last picked for the kickball game, and so you know, I hated coaches because i I hated them telling me what to do and feeling bad about the accountability that they gave me rightly or wrongly i didn't i didn't I didn't translate that into a positive experience and so um when I started getting jobs when I was fifteen or sixteen, I seemed to um, you know be stuck with bosses that um that i disliked and that that uh, treated me like crap i felt and uh um i actually quit a job um i had a uh, was a dishwasher and uh one of the managers yelled and screamed at me and uh, threw a slicer at me um because i put it on the wrong shelf and i actually I walked off the job and then, and I didn't even know it at the time because I was only 16, but I was in the union. And then the union, um, called me and said, we're bringing him in for an apology. And I was like, what the heck? I quit. You know, I, I thought it was on me. And so, anyways, to, to make a long story short, um, those are the type of bosses that I had were – um, just I hated them. And so I, I didn't want to be a, you know, somebody, employee. an employee. <laughs> um, I knew that there was a lot more money uh, in sales or in commissions, um, and that I could be my own boss. And it kind of just happened like that. I didn't. I got in a, I went to college. I got a degree in sociology. I wasn't a good student. I got a two six uh, degree in sociology. I couldn't. I couldn't really get a job. I uh, probably got turned down by about fifteen jobs. Uh, real estate was a no barrier to entry type of deal, right? You just you just had mm-hmm. to get your license, yeah. uh, which is easy, and um, it's getting harder. But yeah, yeah getting harder. harder. <laughs> and and so I did that, and I sold a couple of houses, and I said, mm, you know, let me just stick with this, and that's kind of what happened. I really wasn't a conscious thought at all, other than. I like this because I'm my own boss, so you hit on your life work
0: uh, on one of your first uh, businesses, it sounds like you know, going into real estate. Yeah,
1: not by design, you know, but you know there's, a, there's, there's certain like my wife has a sister who is a doctor, and she said when they were growing up, she knew she was going to be a doctor, right she, It was her mantra. It was affirmed mm-hmm. over and over again, I'm going to be a doctor. It wasn't like that for me. I, I had no clue, right? I didn't know whether I was going to get married, whether I was going to have kids, whether I was going to, you know, um be a lawyer or a doctor or a social worker or a salesperson. Even even after I graduated college. So, um it just kind of was you the universe really was directing me. I was not directing myself at all, that I knew of.
0: But you acted and your steps got directed. You could say.
1: Yes. It did something. Once I – I, I think once I was given steps, uh, I acted on them. That was the key. If someone told me, hey, do this, it works, I did it. Um, I didn't know <laughs> where I would go, but I knew that if I acted on the steps, it would work. So I – so that's what happened to me
0: so it was a belief in someone else's method probably someone that was making a lot
1: of money someone smarter than me <laughs> you especially figured okay a lot of if they're doing wrong this. right they believe in themselves but they don't believe in, in what other people and i think sometimes other people know um or wiser especially if they're older and they've been through the you know been through things no more than you or, or, or believe maybe even believe more than you i'll tell you a funny story i was in las vegas um with my real estate partner mike sloan and uh he was playing uh roulette and i don't really enjoy roulette i think it's like too you know it's just it doesn't make sense you just watch it it feels like you're not involved but so he 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 was putting his money all over the place and 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 i was like well i got you know some money here maybe i'll Put some money somewhere and he says 27, number 27. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, Oh, I got this feeling. I know it's going to land on 27. I know it's going to land on 27. And mind you, the, the wheel was already spinning. And I was like, okay, dude. So I took like $25, which on one thing in roulette is a lot. You know, most people had like a dollar, whatever. So I, I put it all on 27 and he only had like two bucks on it. And he's like, what are you doing? And I said, well, y- you're confident about this. You feel good about this. And, uh, so he stayed spread out throughout the board with, with, with only two chips on 27, and I had $25. Mm-hmm. Make a long story short, it hits on 27. And I won like 600 bucks, and he won mm-hmm. like 30. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and he was like, what? He's like, I was the one with the premonition. I I, I, called. I, want, I want half the money. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, sometimes, Mike, people around you believe more in you than you believe in yourself. Nice. And he was like, oh, my God, I need to go back to the room and think about that. So, so I think that's true in life, too. It's like Sometimes people believe more in us than we believe in ourselves. And if we listen to them and they say, do this, you can do it. All you got to do is pick up the phone, or all you got to do is sit in a corner and, you know, call these people, or 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 do this, hand out these cards, or you know, whatever it is, um, it works. We just didn't believe in ourselves, so that's why we might not have done it.
0: You need to surround yourself with those kind of friends.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, right. You nailed it right on the head. <laughs> um. And uh, when you say you need to do
0: one thing, you know, well, I was just—I just read Keller Williams' book, uh, *The One Thing*, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, great book. Seen Very good book. Yeah, but he—he he, he says, I mean, you take um, the swimmer who won all the gold medals, uh,
1: Spitz or, or or Phelps. Yeah,
0: Phelps. Phelps yeah, now,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So he says Phelps decided he's going to swim six hours a day. Seven days a week, because the only other person that got close to him, they were doing six days a week. He said, "Well, I'm going to do six hours a day, seven days a week." Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that extra day <laughs> paid off, right? Yeah, yeah. He, and he wasn't really good public speaker, and he probably wasn't a good in a lot of other things. But boy, he was good at swimming. Right. He did his one thing real well, and then, so that he made enough money there, he could pay for all his other mistakes. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what it looks like you've done with the real estate. You've figured out your one thing and you keep doing it over and over again. You've figured out a pattern. What is that pattern that made you so successful? Yeah.
1: And and, and I think that's the key right there is it, it might not be the one thing. It might be the one – Two things. The one, maybe, and no, it might maybe. be the one pattern. Okay. And, and, and to clarify this um, – People evolve right spitz i mean spitz Phelps is not going to be the engine that creates money for him or whatever it's not always going to be swimming right it's it, you mm-hmm. know he might he he might work for e s p n you know he might work for subway sandwiches uh, which he already does or or whatever right um people evolve and i've evolved right i'm not um, the real estate guy anymore, you know. I have a, a fourteen other businesses now. I have mm-hmm. um, a lot of things going on, and um, but some people would say, "Oh, that's not your one thing. That's not real estate related." But if I have the one pattern, if I use mm-hmm. the same the pattern. patterns that I learned in real estate in another business. I, it it can work right okay
0: this is gold because you know now this applies to all businesses what is your pattern <laughs>
1: yeah wow that's great um you know uh people i think is probably a to answer the question is 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 getting the right people on the bus with you i think when i was you know, I had a huge real estate team at one point. I had 54 people on my team. I, I got the, I mean, I went out there and, and if there was an up and coming agent, I scouted them. I grabbed them and I pulled them on the team. I, they're, they're, my agents were better than me, right? They, you know, I, if I went out on a listing appointment to talk to somebody, I had like a 50-50 chance of getting it. If one of my agents went out, they had like an 80-20 chance of getting it. Um, and so that was a pattern with me, and the same now applies to me, and businesses that I'm involved in. I, I you know, I'll if 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 I know somebody well, and uh, you know, for example, I, uh, you know, I own part of an infectious disease control company called Tomi, and Rick Cantor is one of the principals there. And Rick came to me and he said, you know, Pat, um, I'm I'm. This is what I'm doing. This is going to be my one thing. I'm putting my whole life into this and I'm putting my life savings into this. And I've known Rick for 20 years and or more. And I said, if this guy's going to do it, uh, and he's, I know he's solid and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's quality that it's going to work. So I invested in that company the same way that I would in, used to invest in real estate agents for my team. Um, the people, it's all about talent that that you know comes from the people.
0: Super. So you invested in the head, the person, more than the product. Yeah. If he was for it, you knew it would probably make it, and he'd keep going until it did. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I know nothing about infectious disease. I know nothing about – um, payroll processing, I have a dynamite payroll processing company that I own part of, I know I have a green energy company that I own part of there's a lot of companies that I own part of I know absolutely nothing and I and I don't want to know anything about it but I, one thing I do know is the people that are running them are, are first class
0: well the one great thing about your pattern that I'm seeing first is really is that you could spend years trying to train someone to be good like maybe a good real estate agent But you took the shortcut. You went and found the ones that were already good. Yeah, right. (laughs) Forget about the training.
1: It's a a great quote. You know, don't hire a horse to climb a tree. Hire a squirrel. Mm. (laughs) You know? But you surrounded yourself with people that
0: that were already uh, exceptional at what they're doing. Absolutely. So that's – okay. What other things do you think in that pattern that you've done that's that's made you so uh, do so well um what's going on in your mind how do you think i mean what uh, yeah
1: this is a really cool question i you know i'm a very critical um i can look at stuff and some people think this is bad some things think this is negative like i i know one guy right who is Joe positive, right? Everything is great. Everything is sunshining. Um mm-hmm. and Anthony Robbins has this saying, like, you know, affirmations and, and being positive and all that is great. But if you if you say there's no weeds in my garden, there's no weeds in my garden, um, and, and and you're saying it over and over again, right? And you're saying all I have is flowers in my garden, all I have is flowers in my garden, and, and you don't do anything about it, you're gonna wake up and your garden's gonna be overrun with weeds. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I, I totally get it. I totally get having faith, uh, uh, having trust that it's going to work out. Uh, but naturally I'm very critical and I, I can look like literally I'll stand in line at a sub shop and be like, you know, that person shouldn't be, um, uh, you know, doing the ice and the cokes that person should be doing here, and that person they should take the order, and then they should make you go sit down mm-hmm. and then get the next person in line because people are walking out you know and I'm, I'm, every day I do that sort of stuff in my mind, and so i 'm very from a management from an organizational standpoint, I'm very critical as to what 's wrong, what can be better about this, how to change this and so one of the things that I enjoy doing now is. Um, now that I own 14 other companies or, or let's say portions of 14 other companies, I'm, you know, masterminding with those owners as to, you know, where are you struggling or, you know, what can be fixed here if they, if they allow it. Some of them are like, I don't tell me what to do. We got the, we got this. And I'm fine with that because I, I really don't want to be beholden to them only if they are asking for it. Um, but, uh, I would answer your question by that just having an, an, an organizational mind um, that is not negative but critical. I think there 's a fine line between being uh, positive and and uh, seeing it as possible and also critical uh, you can You can do both. And it it takes a balance to do both, to believe that, yes, it can happen. We can do great things. But along the way, what adjustments have to be made? It's not being negative. It's just part reality. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You can see that, hey, this person is in the wrong position. So really it comes down to uh, sorting again as far as what companies you want to work with because – uh you're're you're, you're not looking for the ones that don't want you you 're looking for the ones that are ready to learn and ready to learn from you and so you 're not going to try to convert anybody because that 's a waste of time yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you're going you keep going for the gold each
1: time i want you know <laughs> you um think, you know, i did you. yeah here 's what i do a lot of people ask what, what what do you do now like um how do you um you know, I have uh, my thing right now. Okay, so so if you want to talk about the one thing, right? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. my one thing is building horizontal lines of income. Okay, so let's say uh the what people most people think in vertical ways. They they have a job. They get a five percent raise. They get it. You know, one year they where they sell more houses or sell more products or sell something than they did the year before, and their income increases vertically, right? I don't see it vertically. I see it horizontal. So so my goal is to to add horizontal lines to my income. And what by that, I mean one horizontal line is I, I buy a house and I rent it out. Another mm-hmm. horizontal line is I buy uh, – I give people you know, money to start a business and the business pays dividends. Another horizontal line is, you know, I buy an apartment building or a portion of an apartment building. Um and, and or I loan somebody money and I charge them ten percent or fifteen percent and then I get interest. Those are all lines. Right now I have fifty six lines that I build, and that is my one thing every day. You know, how can I build more lines? Um and so, you know, I think that um you have to think that way. From the beginning. And a lot of people will say, uh, and you going back to what you had mentioned about, you know, uh, striking gold, I don't think it's about striking gold. I think it's a that certainly may happen. But it's kind of like the game. um, Did you see the movie uh, Moneyball? No, I didn't. Okay, so the movie's Moneyball. It's about it's about the Oakland A's, you know, uh, a while back. It's a true story. And and they hired a scientist who basically came up with algorithms as to how a team actually wins. And they discovered that, you know, a team doesn't win because of a slugger that that hits a home run um all the time. A team wins by having people get on first base. Mm-hmm. And and the way that happens is any number of ways. It could be it could be because they're fat and they get hit by the ball, right? And they get on first base. It could be because um they're really scary looking. They look like they—they uh, they don't play baseball. They play hockey, and they're missing teeth and they're grizzly looking, and and it scares the pitcher. And they end up, uh, you know, walking them because they're scary looking, or or whatever it is, right? They're a great bunter, right? Uh, Thing—it's t- untypical things that they get you on first base. And so this guy said, okay, well we're gonna we're gonna get all these players that for whatever reason get on first base a lot. And and that's the same thing with my life is is my financial life is that I've bought things and I've done things to get me on first. Buy a little house, make 200 bucks a month, get me on first. And then the next house, 200 bucks a month, and by getting that next house, it's going to push my guy on first to second. And over time that I'm going to get runs and I'm going to win the game because all I'm trying to do is get a single. So I'm not actually hitting a gold mine by investing in a, a, a payroll business or a um, – or this company or that company, right? It's not one of these internet plays where all of a sudden I'm going to be like no, uh, Facebook, or-, Facebook or-, or PayPal or something. It's one of these deals where it's boring. You're not going to hear much about it, right? But for me, it's a single and maybe a double. And 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 over time, that's going to turn out to be – I got 56 of these singles now. They're turning into home runs, so the tortoise will eventually win here exactly <laughs> um
0: i I see how you well, you've you've become really good at figuring out how to assemble a successful team, I think is probably one of your really good. You're able to spot who's who's really good and who isn't, and you put your money behind them. So you've expanded in ways where probably they're almost all self-supporting, which is fantastic. You probably don't have to be involved with 56 companies every day.
1: Maybe you know a few, a few times a year or something. Right. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's that's the, all I want to be. Right. I, I just want to show up to a financial meeting, look at the profit loss. See how everybody's families are doing, right? And then be out. That's ideal. I don't want to be in there. You know, if they want me to, I'm happy to talk to them. I'm happy to lend some accountability, some coaching, some mentorship. Um, But, you know, I'd much rather be, um, as one guy used to say, um, rich and not famous than rich and famous. Okay. (laughs) Explain. <laughs> well, you know, you know, like I'd much rather not be. I'd much rather make money and not be involved. Oh, okay. Just a smart working smart versus working hard. You I know agree. what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. So forget the ego. <laughs> forget the ego. You know, I'm the guy that slips in the back door, and they see, oh, hey, you know, he owns he owns part of the company. Oh, really? Who is? It? I never heard of him. Never seen him before. Yeah. Well, you know, i I'm, I'm, I'm much more intrigued by that being that guy. Uh, than being, oh, you know, he's the, he owns this company. Does that make, does that make sense? I'm, I sure I feel like I'm yeah. not no, explaining I mean, it right. I mean,
0: you would rather be. Well, I mean, if you take, uh, maybe a good example would be Walt Disney. Uh, Walt, when Walt started the business, his brother was the one that all had all the money, and he kept pushing his brother to support all this crazy stuff. His brother thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he was. His brother was really behind the
1: scenes. He was the one that made it happen. You know, if he yeah. didn't have his brother, he would never have had Walt Disney. Right. Roy Disney, right? He probably got half the yeah, money. Right. You know, they probably split it fifty yeah. fifty. But here Walt is, you know well, he's, he's the one you know, with all the pressure. I mean Roy probably yeah. lived longer than Walt. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> and and also i just want to say
0: that there's different ways of approaching a business the, the, way, the way i see it and some do the 1 inch wide and a mile deep you know they just keep on going right. let's say they're yeah.
1: they're a physicist or something and they just yeah, keep that's going that's just their personality deep. which is yeah, fine you know
0: exactly and and i'm more along your line because i'm add you know in that direction <laughs>
1: So, the fact that yeah, you get to I mean, you know, with 56 different things is like exciting right, for yeah, me. It's, it's exciting. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, I think there's just a lot to say like the about the one thing, but it can be argued. Uh, you know, I heard an interview with Richard Branson the other day, and, and they asked him how many companies you own. He said like 417. Right. So, here, here um, you, got, you know, everything from airplanes to hotels to, to you know, records to. You know everything, right? He's in all kinds of business, right? Um, and so it goes back, and you know, I'm sure he uses the same patterns, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a pattern fiend, and that's his one thing, or his one thing is is starting businesses, right? His one thing isn't airlines, you know, it's it's starting new businesses or funding other businesses. So you, you really it does
0: boil down to you have a one thing you have figured out how to assemble teams, and so okay I can assemble a team I, you know I get someone that really he's on fire he's putting his house up and everything he owns and I know the guy you know uh, this this is going to make it so you figured out how to pick the winners and to get behind those winners and that's really your one thing you you're doing it in 56 places but you are you have specialized i think in figuring out who's going to make it and who isn't
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: so it's it's a great uh, technique how does someone copy you okay someone wants to say okay you know or, or you know how how can he start to think like you and, and to and to apply you know what you know some basics of what you're doing? What, what would you recommend for all the baby boomers that are listening saying, Hey, I've, I've got 50 years of experience in some field and I don't know what to do now. They just fired me.
1: uh." Yeah. It's a difficult question for, you know, for, you know, if, if the person, if the audience is 20 years old, it's easy, right? You know, Mm -hmm. work your ass off uh, or, or whatever, but you know, um, that the way you just posted it for baby boomers is a great question. And I think that, um, I think the answer is that it's okay to evolve, right? It's okay to to not be the same person you were ten years ago. To, to you know, I have a friend, Fred Gross, who says that you, you should reincarnate yourself every ten to twenty years. You know, you should you should go from you know being in the automobile industry to the restaurant industry to the you know. Financial and whatever, take, take, take major changes and shifts because it actually makes you younger. It keeps you more alert. It, it, um, it, it's intriguing, you know, you learn stuff. Um, you know, I started a podcast, uh, over a year ago and, and one of the main motivators for me was, you know, I really wanted to learn, um, hands on, learn an in industry outside of real estate, mm-hmm. um, Kind of and own that own that learning process and um, um I think it was great i mean it's it's it 's brought me all kinds of fruits directly and indirectly, so um, I think for the baby boomer who just got laid off his job and they 're like, "What do I do next? I think that they they can 't get stuck in that thing, well, this is all I know and and then convince themselves that they 're only good for this because guess what. You know, you're going to get beat out in a job interview by a 26 year old every day of the week, um, uh, who can do things faster than you because they grew up on a cell phone, mm. and uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. that's reality. So, so recreate yourself, go into something different. Uh, remember the patterns that that help you get to succeed at the first business, and don't fall into the belief that um, this is who you are, that you are a you know, you are a X or you are a Y. You can become other things. I never thought I would be a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. I, you, you know, uh, I never thought that um, I, I would be an author. You know, I wrote a book and it sold twenty some thousand copies. I, nice. I, 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 I didn't think that, right? But, but they, but when I needed to scratch an itch to get. To reincarnate myself, they were great back scratchers.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I like your point about like trying to compete in a high tech uh, something that you don't have a clue about. So don't enter any races that you, there's no way you can win them. <laughs> I think would be the one Yeah, thing. Really? But exactly. Stay away from those. Uh, and the other thing that uh, it's okay to evolve and. and, and What I think you're saying with that is it's okay to fail. You're going to try some new things. You're going to evolve, and part of evolving is failing. 100%, yeah. And I think what you said earlier was you can't let your ego get in the way. That's where the problem comes. Everyone has seen I've been so smart as a physicist, so smart as a whatever all my life, and now I'm going to look like an idiot doing a new job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the eagle, I think, kills people. They say, well, I don't want to look foolish to everyone. You know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> because if you don't, you won't make any new inroads at all. Absolutely. You just, and you got to
1: be a survivor. You can't be, you know, you you, you can't hibernate. You know, you got to get out there and survive. So
0: what would you recommend for someone? Uh, let's just... Uh, because you've been involved in so many businesses and what have what you've been doing so you take someone who has been a uh an attorney all his life but he doesn't want to do any more attorney work he loves uh bowling
1: what are we going to go,
0: do with this guy
1: well if his passion is bowling you know why don't he get a job at a bowling alley and learn the business you know that way I hope to eventually partner with someone and and open up a second bowling alley or a third bowling alley you know. Uh, okay. Again. Okay, so okay, so approach it from the ownership. Yeah. Great, yeah. Great. Yeah. And you don't have to oh I don't have any money. I can't do that. Oh yeah, well you don't need money if you have partners. So so survive. You know, show show your work but show your worth by, you know, being the best, you know, uh, bowling employee they've ever had. Um and then it'll be like oh well i'd like to open up a when the guy, and then go to the guy that owns it and say hey would you like to open up a second one i'll run it for you give me 25% equity and you know and then a the third one or fourth one that that you know work your way up that's the american way all right so uh
0: what you're saying is go out there and find some partners uh not not teachers but partners uh, yeah. you know there's there's too many teachers and not enough fathers like
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: So go out there and find someone to say, "Okay, let's work, let's do it together as strategic partners, rather than uh, trying to do it on your own." Or so again, what I think you're going back to your original premises: a team up with someone who already is good at what they're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and learn from them. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Go and work at the best bowling alley in town that's booming. So you figure he—he well, he, obviously he's doing something way better than the rest, right? So seek out those that are experts already. Okay, so that's that's super. Um, what other advice uh, do you give for those, let's say that are more a little more in this angle? Because some of them are in this boat where they have all the money they need, but they're bored to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, they want you know, to finish off well. I, I, I tell something. my
1: kids, you're you're not bored, you're boring. Uh <laughs> you know that, and, and and that's so true. I mean, you know, if you're bored, then you're boring. Then you need to, <laughs> you need to, you need to figure that out, right? There's, there's, the, the world is full of of stuff to do. You be your own best friend. You know, figure it out, right? There's tons of adventures out there. Um, um, figure out what your passions are and 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 do them. You yeah, know? that's good. So,
0: so if you are pursuing something and you just there's no life in it for you then you're you're you're
1: probably never going to make it yeah you only live once right I mean you only go around I mean you you don't get you don't get a second chance and you you never know when you're going to get tapped on the shoulder right and the big guy's going to be like okay your turn Ken you know I mean so you know don't waste your time doing something you don't want to do
0: I guess where the fear is for people is that say okay I've been doing this all my life but I'd really like to make movies and they're saying well there's no way that's ever going to happen <laughs> well,
1: you, you, <laughs> have, know, you know I have no background so how am I going to well, how am I going to it? it it just depends on what you're willing to sacrifice if you want to go make movies um and you and, and you're not stuck with your Mercedes Benz payment and your and your you know house uh, payment and and all that and 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 your wife or whoever is cool with you moving into a flat uh, you know for for minimal rent um uh, so you can follow your passion uh, nice. there's no, there's nothing wrong with that but i think what what happens is you know people want it all you know they don't want to get rid of their life they don't want to change their lifestyle but they want um to follow their passion and and, and sometimes you can't do that unless you either have some money or you uh, start all over right um
0: I mean, you could go back and live in your parents' basement if necessary yeah, yeah. to 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 fall, to go after your dream, and you should now my only thing my parents are ninety two <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that might not be part of that dream. <laughs> no, they take me back. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> in your bunk bed with your, <laughs> and you share with your brother. <laughs>
0: All right. Exactly. But I, what, I think what you're saying is great. Is live on what you have so you can do what you want.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's deep. If, but, if, yeah. You know,
0: if you, uh, if you're already living the life that you have to continue doing all the things you hate, then you're, you're, you're never going to get out of that vicious circle. Oh, so my God, have, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's worst, right? Yeah, have the
0: $100 car instead of the Rolls Royce, and uh, you you can pursue your dreams.
1: Yeah, you'll be happier.
0: And then you'll be happier. And if you don't make it, you'll still be happier, but you'll probably make it. <laughs> you pro- Yeah, because you're forced
1: to, right? You got to.
0: Well, and I think a lot of people have said this, is that the pursuing of the dream is even more fun than actually achieving Yeah, achieve. right. Dream. Yeah,
1: yeah. The path. Right, 100%. Yeah, because once you achieve it, it's like, okay, been there, done that. What's next, you know?
0: And What's next? Yeah, so you, you get into that rut. All right.
1: Well, I'm hoping to head in that direction. <laughs> You've already started, right? With this podcast yeah. and everything else. Yeah. There's obviously yeah. something behind that. Yes.
0: Yes, I I Oh, I'm excited! This this whole field of uh, speaking to my heroes like yourself—that because businessmen are my heroes. I mean, I've been a businessman all my life, owned several businesses, and uh, when I get to phone and talk to people that are that are you know uh, sold a million bucks and uh, I, I'm talking to them about the subject, it's just like uh,
1: I died and went to heaven. Yeah, it's <laughs> fun, right? It is. It is fun and absolutely. and it's uh you're immersed in it. Versus a book you're reading it, it's you know you you're reading it and you're getting some you might get two or three things out of it, but I think when you have an interview and you're talking to somebody, there's this immersion that happens that uh, you remember it a lot better.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no comparison. Um how would people get a hold of you if they'd like to you know, uh, maybe get involved with you with some of your investments, to get involved with you with your coaching or whatever you, know, whatever you offer. Yeah, um,
1: you know, the, the thing with me is I'm I'm an open book, so the easiest thing is just Google my name. You'll find a ton of it. But uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on um, I'm on Facebook. I have nine thousand friends on Facebook. I have a Pat Hyben and a Patrick Hyben. I have uh, Instagram. I am uh, I am Pat Hyben on Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um, uh, one of my companies i 'm involved with is go abundance and i 'll spell it g o b u n d a n c e and it 's a men 's mastermind uh, if you 're a businessman and uh, you like talking about money and wealth building and you also like uh, living life to the fullest and being a complete man um, uh, we have a lot of fun things go check out our website and um, and so gobundance.com correct Okay. That's good. Super.
0: Uh, and they'll, they'll find your email or whatever on some of these spots. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, it, it's my first name at my last name. So pat at hyben, H-I-B-A-N dot com.
0: Oh, super. And I will put that in the show notes too, but just sometimes people never look at them. So,
1: <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You to,
0: got it. <laughs> we need to let them hear it. You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It sticks in their in their minds. Well, what would what would be uh, some of your last advice uh, in the last few minutes? We could just what would you want to tell these baby boomers that are in you know, all different positions? Some lost their jobs. Some have a small uh, uh, retirement, but it's skinny, and and uh, some do have a bit of money. But well, you know they're all they're listening to these podcasts because
1: they're they're trying to figure out okay what now what i would i would say you know evolution number 1 is natural right it's supposed to happen we're supposed to evolve we're supposed to grow now when you grow it hurts right it, that's why kids yeah, sleep that's why kids <laughs> sleep so much right cuz their bones are growing and it hurts and they, whatever or or whatever anytime you grow you work out in a diff- you work out a muscle in a different way it hurts right um but it's natural. It's supposed to happen. So, um, don't fight it, right? Don't fight it. It's, it's, it's part of the universe. You're supposed to evolve. You're supposed to change. Um, it, it may seem drastic to you, but there's stories after stories of people who have, um, evolved. And again, going back to say Richard Branson, right? He was in the record business. I mean, that's the, you know, it doesn't even exist anymore, right? virgin records and you go from from virgin records to Virgin airlines to virgin hotels to you know uh, uh, you know whatever um, what an amazing life. <laughs> yeah it's, it's going down different paths um, virgin unite charity and then you become uh, someone in the in the you know ph- philanthropic field i mean that 's a big shift and but it 's okay it 's all okay it 's all Part of what 's supposed to happen, I think that as we get older we 're supposed to um, blossom like a flower as as we 're younger it's it's like a stem it's like a horizontal stem, and as we get older we, we, we it's, we're supposed to open up to so many more things you know because we have so much more opportunities um, that come to us it feels like
0: it makes me – the thing about you saying get around the people that are the most successful, I'm just thinking of the, the fellow who wanted to work with Edison, but he was just a caretaker or something, and you know he didn't have any reason Edison would want him, but he managed to get over there and become Edison's caretaker. <laughs> so he was just the sweeping up guy. Yeah. But uh, later in life, he was the biggest investor in all Edison's inventions
1: hundred so. percent. It goes back to your thing with the bowling alley, right? It's just just get in there, right? Just get, in, get there. in there and spray the spray in the shoes for a living, right? And 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 you will evolve, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you you're working
0: with the very things you want. Oh, that's that's great. I, I love it. I love it. Um Well, thank you uh for this interview. This has been fantastic. Uh, I, I again it's it's Pat, it's areas that people need to get their head straight I, you know maybe they have the idea but they just don't know how to think about it and uh, you've given us some great insight and hey here's how you need to approach it in your mind because if you get your mind right you'll get the thing right 100
1: percent 100 percent well Ken thanks so much it's 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 been great uh, and uh, I enjoyed talking to you and hopefully we'll get to meet face to face someday and
0: also, I'd like to probably get a hold of you a few months from now again and interview you and see what uh, six new uh, uh, businesses yeah, you're Yeah, let's
1: in. do it. There's some accountability there.
0: <laughs> All right, sir. All Thank right, you, Pat. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Income for Baby Boomers with your host, Ken Queen. Helping boomers like you get a business started you can run from your own home. We interview owners of both online and offline businesses, but most importantly, ones that are run by baby boomers. Stay tuned next week for new and exciting businesses that you can start from your home. Until next time, have a profitable and blessed week.